try to be encouraging to your siblings, even if it can be kind of hard and you don't really want to. (laughs) That little snippet of advice was from my daughter, Scarlett, who's 10 years old, and she is my podcast guest today. So I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode. This is my last episode of 2020. I just want to thank all of my listeners, all of the guests that I've had on the show, just everyone who has been so supportive and encouraging this year. I never in a million years would have ever thought that I would have a podcast. Um, it's kind of, I'll have to do an episode sometime about how I even started it, but it's kind of a funny story. But it's been so enjoyable. It's been so rewarding. It's been just the perfect way for me personally to get through 2020. And I've also heard from a lot of you that it's really been encouraging and helpful to you as well, which really makes me happy. I have some interviews lined up for next year and I have some, some other ideas too that I'm working on to kind of change things up a bit, make them a little different. And I will let you guys know as soon as all of that is underway, but just thank you. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening And I hope you guys all have a wonderful new year and I will see you next year. Welcome to Transparent Homeschooling with Carla Givens. I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas. I, this is my last episode of the year 2020 so that's really exciting and a really special but it's extra extra special because today on the show I'm chatting with Scarlett Givens my daughter hello hi (laughs) (laughs) so I'm really excited to have her on today she's been super excited right yeah (laughs) so today we are just gonna chat about this past year and about the upcoming year and about just her views of homeschooling as a homeschooling fifth grader, right? And so we're going to start that in just a minute. As always, this is Transparent Homeschooling. You can follow me on Instagram or on Facebook, or you can email me at transparenthomeschooling at gmail.com. Please let me know what you want to listen to in the next year. Let me know what you like and what you don't like and everything in between. And I'd love to hear your feedback. So just let me know. So, okay, we're going to start the episode. So Scarlett, just introduce yourself. Just tell about yourself, your family, where you live, and the things that you like to do. Well, my name is Scarlett. I'm 10 years old. I'm the oldest of four kids. And well, that can get a little crazy sometimes. Um, We'll talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) And things that I like to do are read write, draw, sometimes play video games. Yeah, all good things, all good things. (laughs) When you are alone, the rare times that happens, what's the number one thing that you would choose to do if you're like alone in your room and your siblings are busy doing something else? Read. Read, okay, that's good, that's good. Homeschool mamas like to hear that. (laughs) What are some of your favorite books? Well, I really like this series, well, it's my favorite of all time mm-hmm. uh called warriors it's about cats and a forest and yeah <laughs> it's fantasy right fantasy it is fantasy but it's also not 
super fantasy. Like adventure. Yeah. That, yeah, I haven't read them, but I know there's a ton of books. Aren't you on like the 25th book or something? <laughs> well, I'm on the fifth series. The so. fifth series, and each series has what, six books? Yes. Yeah. Then you got that for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you like other books too. What are some others that you like? Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, most books with horses in them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were really into horse books for a while. You also got, um, what's that series you got for Christmas that you haven't read yet? Percy Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. We watched that movie and then you wanted to, to get that series. I might want to read that one too. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Well, what are some things that you wish you could do or that you want to do, but you maybe just haven't had the opportunity to do yet? Well, I have wanted to do drama this year. But drama, that yeah. didn't happen. Well, that'll happen soon. Yeah. Start in January. Yay. Well, let's reflect on this past year because that kind of leads into this. You, know, mm-hmm. you usually do drama, but that didn't happen this semester because everything was different. How has this year or this school year specifically, how has it been different than previous school years? And what have been some positives and negatives of this year? Some different things this school year has been, well, we're not nearly as busy. So mm-hmm. we did get a lot more school done than normal. Yeah, busy outside of the house, right? Yeah. Like we've usually we have activities probably four out of the five days of the school week, sometimes five out of five, right? Yeah. So I feel like we've still been busy, just different kind of busy, just like at home busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, explain that a little bit. Well, before we were just every single day, there was somewhere to go at this certain time. And then once we left, we had to go somewhere else. (laughs) Did you like that? um, It was nice to like Mm -hmm. always go a bunch of different places. Well, it wasn't different. It was the same place every week. But we did different things each week. So yeah, just depending on the time of the year, there were different things going on. Not all of the activities were year long, but there was always, always different activities going on, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we still had activities this year. They're just different, mostly at home and on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> it has been nice to be home a little bit more and like have more time to just hang out and read more and do the stuff that we like to do at home. Yeah, for me, it's been nice to not have to like nag you guys to get ready and go somewhere at a certain time. You know, it's kind of nice. I mean, I do miss a lot of the things that we were doing, but it's kind of nice to um, just casually get up and start our day when we want to. <laughs> yeah. So what are some of the negative things? The coronavirus. <laughs> no, it's a negative. Yeah, that's a, that's a big that's thumbs a bad down. One. <laughs> We don't like it. What um, like what negative things has the coronavirus caused for us personally, or for you personally? Um, masks, so, social distancing, um, Zoom. I don't. You don't like Zoom? No. <laughs> Not a Zoom fan. Last year, you would see the same friends like multiple times a week. Yeah, that was nice. And now it's like I never get to see you anymore. Yeah, but pro. I mean, so when we were doing HCA twice a week. That was nice. It just feels like it's been so long because, you know, we're on break right now. And then we were quarantined for 24 days because we had COVID in our house. So that was Mm kind of crazy. And Thanksgiving and Christmas has been different. So how was Thanksgiving and Christmas for you this year? It was still 
a lot of fun. It was different though because normally we go to Dixon and like, yeah. on Thanksgiving and and there's a bunch of people there and then we do the same thing on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Both of uh, both of them in, involve a lot of eating. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of people. Daddy's side of the family is so big and you get to see all your cousins and everything. Yeah, so I didn't do that. And normally on Christmas, we get together with more family. So this time, we, it's been more like just us. But it's been pretty low-key. Yeah, it's still yeah. fun though. Yeah, so what were some of the highlights of Christmas for you? Not just the day, but just like the whole season. What are some of your favorite things? Christmas in general, I just it just makes me feel happy. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... Um, like this year it's been crazy with the virus and it's just not as happy, I guess. I don't know how to put not it. Not as happy. Yeah. That's that's just how I'm gonna describe it. So even though this Christmas was different, what were some of the fun things that you can think of that we did? Well, we got to put the Christmas tree up early. Yeah, um, really early. We really. usually do what the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we put it up November first <laughs> this year. We could talk daddy into changing our tradition. Yep. Because it's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and we baked a lot of cookies and fudge, which was delicious. Yeah, it was good fudge. And we ate a lot of pastries. Had a lot of sugar this season. <laughs> yeah. We do a sugar detox now. <laughs> Lots of hot chocolate. Uh-huh. Yeah. All of the sugary things. Lots of Christmas movies. Met friends at the park some. That was fun. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like doing whatever we want. Yeah. I kind of like that. I thought the HCA Christmas program and Christmas party was really great. I mean, it was totally different this year. So our co-op is really big and we didn't get to do what we normally do indoors this year just because of so many people being quarantined and like the mask guidelines and everything being indoors. The cases were up really high at that time. I mean, they still are. So we decided to do it at a park and the day, the weather ended up being so nice. It was supposed to be like, I don't know, like upper forties, I think originally, like when we looked a week or two ahead of time and then it ended up being 65 degrees that day. It was so nice. I I thought that was great. I loved it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Anything else? Christmas around the world, we did that for a few days. We didn't do it yeah. as long as I expected. But. <laughs> so what are some things you're looking forward to for 2021? Moving. <laughs> Moving. <laughs> <laughs> so listeners don't know this yet, but so we're, well, we've, I mean, I guess a lot of you do. We've been talking about moving for a couple of years now and our house is like a interesting situation because it's, zone commercial it's in an area that's really blown up commercially and so we are um, trying to figure out how to move in the next several months so we've got a plan which will reveal more of that once it's finalized but we've got a plan moving forward and everybody's pretty excited about that huh yeah yeah (laughs) or i am you are i think everybody is yeah we want lots of land Mm-hmm. And what all, what all are you going to do on lots of land? I want a horse. You want a horse? But that's <laughs> going to take a little while. Hey, I've always wanted a horse. <laughs> I think that would be a lot of fun and a lot of work. <laughs> I 
like farm work. You like farm work, yeah. <laughs> Any other animals you'd want to get? So we already have two dogs, a cat, and seven chickens. What else would you want? And you'd want a horse. I want a horse. Um, I want to have goats again. <laughs> you do? Yeah, as long as they don't eat the house. We had two two little pygmy goats at one point, and they ate the house. They ate the house. <laughs> <laughs> they literally ate they shingles off the, the house. They the siding of the house because they kept getting out of their their fenced in area. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can talk Daddy into <laughs> goats again. <laughs> They're pretty cute, though. Yeah. All of our animals that we've had, like all of our farm animals, are like little dogs. Yeah. I went outside to feed the chickens this morning, and one of them jumped on my head. <laughs> and y'all, I'm six feet tall, right? <laughs> and it jumped on my head. Yeah, those chickens are... They're feathery dogs. They just come and jump on you and love on you. I did not know chickens were like that. Well, our chickens are. Yeah. It's because they've been held and coddled since they were <laughs> babies. <laughs> well, what else do you look? Are you looking forward to? You? Oh, drama starting. Oh uh, yeah. Drama starting in January. That's exciting. Finally get to do the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. You guys started the Wizard of Oz last year. Yeah, and, and then, then COVID canceled that. They didn't get to finish it, or they didn't get to finish practicing or perform it. And then this semester, they didn't do it. They didn't work on it at all. And so starting up in January again. What about some goals for the new year? Usually people have, you know, New Year's resolutions are going to be a brand new person in the new year. But I, I like to just have goals not just for the new year but pretty much every time like we start a new school semester or even the summer like every time there's like a new season or just like a new period of time I like to kind of have some goals to to work on for that time so um, for me I have really enjoyed this past couple months of just kind of being lazier than normal and eating more treats and (laughs) you know, having slower mornings where we get up and just kind of start our day whenever, but I'm starting to get kind of tired of it and kind of wanting to get back into routine again and kind of have some structure. So for 2021, I'm wanting to get back into a good routine where, you know, I'm accomplishing things earlier in the day. I want to start doing my workouts every day again, like I was for a while and haven't been the past couple months and I want to eat healthier. Oh, and a big one. I'm going to start this Bible reading plan called the Bible recap where you read the Bible chronologically. There's a certain, certain plan for it. And then you listen to this five or six minute podcast kind of recapping what you read that day. So I'm going to do that. So if anybody wants to do that with me, let me know. I have a couple friends that said that they would. So if anybody wants to do that with me, let me know. But also for you guys, I have some devotionals that I want us to do together as a family. So those are my goals for 2021. What about you? Well, I haven't really thought about this until now, but I would like to start like running like five or 10 laps around the yard each day. That's good. Because I need to be more active because I've just been sitting on the couch and reading all day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, reading is good too, but yeah, no, being active, that's definitely a good goal. Yeah. You used to be pretty active. We've all just kind of been lazier the past couple months, but honestly, it's been kind of nice. (laughs) (laughs) It's been fun. But we know it can't last forever. So no, that's a good one. 
Well, here's the big question everybody wants to hear. You, so you have been homeschooled always, like you've always been homeschooled. Do you enjoy being homeschooled? Yes, a lot. Oh. <laughs> what do you like about it? Well, we get to be at home. It's nice to, like, you don't have to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning or even earlier. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, and we get to do school on the couch, which is comfortable. And, I mean, we don't always do that. But <laughs> it's nice when we do. And it works because, like, we can go at our own pace with things and it doesn't have to be like one grade and everything is that grade level because you might be higher in some some points than others because like I'm a lot better at grammar than I am at math. Yeah. I feel like I would be on a higher level in grammar than math. So, but if I, I was public school, I feel like it would I would have to choose one level and stick with it or something. Yeah, you think you would choose? No. <laughs> I want. That'd be nice, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Yeah. No, that is nice. Yeah, we cater everything to you guys, to your individual levels and likes. Usually, I mean, there are definitely things that you just got to do anyway, even if you don't always yeah. like them. But we try to cater them to your individual individual. Individualities, individualities, individual needs. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Indu- individualism. <laughs> okay, let me get off that word. Okay, so we're so you mentioned the couch. Is that your favorite place to do school? Because we so we have a classroom that's really big and pretty nice. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> but I mean, we don't always do it in there, and that's okay. So, is the couch your favorite place? I mean, it really depends. If I'm like doing math or latin or like one of the bookwork things where i need to be sitting at a table Mm -hmm. then the classroom is better for that yeah but if we're talking about reading questions yeah we have a lot of discussions i like to sit on the couch for that too everett likes to be in my bed for that yeah favorite place which I do too. It's just sometimes since we have two younger ones that are really needy, sometimes being in the living room on the couch is just more of a centralized location to be able to tend to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But no, yeah, I like doing that too. What are, so what are your favorite subjects that we do? Well, the one that I really enjoyed this year is history of medicine. That has been fascinating. Yeah, I actually started out thinking that I wasn't going to enjoy it that much. It ended up being my favorite subject. <laughs> it's really interesting. What's so interesting about it, you think? Like, do you think it's because of what it's about? Like, are you really interested in those things? Or do you think it's the way it's written or kind of both? The stuff in it is fascinating, but I think it is more about the the way it's written. If it's with this, it's more of a story. Mm-hmm. But... Some, like, history books, it's just, this is this, and this is this. Just listing facts and dates. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't really like, all right, at this time, this happened. At this time, this happened. Right. Yeah, it's in a story form, but it's nonfiction, obviously, and it it tells it in a way that makes it interesting. And we always, like, talk about what we would have, how we would have been, or what it would have been like if we were in yeah. the time whatever time we're talking about like I don't remember 
what the exact last one was, but I know a couple lessons ago we talked about Edward Edward Jenner who invented the first vaccine, which was the smallpox vaccine. And that one was like so many of them tie into what we're experiencing today or like they're parallel with what we're experiencing today. So that's interesting to talk about. But yeah, I think that was in like what, 1796 or something. So it just, it goes through the timeline, like from the very beginning when they didn't use medicine at all. And they, (laughs) they just like did weird ritual (laughs) and then just it just goes through like the evolution of medicine and how the discoveries were made and how people responded to it people do not like change (laughs) they do not like change so yeah it's been really interesting but it's also so easy to remember because then at the end of each story when we like read through all the questions we just we remember the answers without even having to look back for them, like even the dates yeah. and stuff, you know? So it's really laid out really well. I've been really impressed with it and I've really enjoyed it too. Uh, another good one is a uh, fallacy detective. It mm-hmm. was supposed to be it, it, like, it was originally a logic and fallacy book. Well, it still is. Yeah. Did but, you change it? No. But like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Was, it's not just that we it ties in with a bunch of other stuff. Like we, yeah. Um, their little play skit things, <laughs> whatever you call them. <laughs> skits. I would call them skits. Uh, yeah. Where there's different characters and then you and Everett act out the characters. Yeah. Well, we're wondering what this means or what that means. And then it ends up being vocabulary and like, then we learn about more stuff and, and we history. have deep dis and history lots about politics politics and yeah so they're learning so they're doing the fallacy detective which i found it i don't exactly remember how i think maybe on a memoria press forum which it's not memoria press history of medicine is memoria press by the way that's um part of the memoria press fifth grade accelerated or sixth grade program backtracking here just so you guys know what we're talking about um the fallacy detective Somehow I found a conversation about it because people were talking about the logic course that starts, I believe in the seventh or eighth grade, um, which we're a couple years away, but um, Scarlett will be taking logic through Memoria Press. And I read that it was pretty difficult. And so there's a forum post somewhere and I saw somebody say to start with the fallacy detective before going into logic and it'll really help them like kind of already know some of the terms and things. So I just looked it up and I think it was on sale maybe when I looked up, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty cheap anyway. And it's just one book. And so I got it for both Scarlett and Everett. Wasn't really expecting Everett to do much with it, but it's just kind of, it's fun to do things together. Yeah. And I thought, well, if he doesn't do his book yet, he can do it eventually. But it's really been so much fun to do together. I've uh-huh. been learning a lot too. I've been, and I've been relearning. Like I've, I've learned a lot of the names of these fallacies before, but I kind of forgot them. But um, yeah, there's, so there's skits and there'll be different characters and Scarlet never will act out the different characters, which is fun. And then sometimes it'll be about, you know, past presidents or about about certain like cases that have happened like you talked about the oj simpson case and like there's just different things that you don't have to go deeper into we don't always go deeper into some of them it just depends on what the topic is but you know they'll be like well what is that and so then we'll learn a little bit about that before we finish the the page and it seems like so many of these also tie into 
a lot of the things we're experiencing this year. So it's just led to a lot of really intellectual, deep, informative discussions while also learning these logical fallacies. And I don't know for you, Scarlett, but for me, I'm like, man, I see fallacies all over the place, especially in the news. (laughs) (laughs) That's fallacy heaven right here. (laughs) Do you ever, um, now that you know some of the fallacies, like when people are talking, do you ever think, hmm, yeah, that was a red herring or that was a genetic fallacy or... No, oh, <laughs> I have not, not yet thought about that. I might, but I don't right now. Yeah, that's okay. I do. <laughs> that's been fun. So, okay. So history of medicine, fallacy detective, I would say those have been my favorites too. Anything else from any year? It doesn't have to be from this year. Well, the years before this one reading, the Memorial Press reading, mm-hmm. the books the were literature. All- the literature, the, all the books were great. <laughs> yeah, this has been her first year of not really enjoying the literature. But I'm going to try to change that. I'm going to try to make it more fun with this next book we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Although, the last years, I loved every single one of the books. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think everybody gets to a book here and there where they just don't really like it. You know, can't like everything. Yeah. But hey, you finished it. I'm proud of you. You finished it. Now we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> you used to really like Latin. I still do like it. I love teaching it. Yeah, I was actually about I was actually about to say that Latin was a lot of fun doing it in a class and and we did that 2 years ago too. So you like it better when we do it with a group? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot more fun that way. I'm working on creating some more games for my Latin class. So I'm doing a Latin bingo and I think I'm going to like make some board games and things that go along with our book that we're doing. I like to, I like to play games. So this school year, since we didn't have all of our extra activities, you know, I I printed off a schedule and I put it on the board in the classroom and I gave you guys one for your notebooks and it was going to be really scheduled and structured. I was even meal planning at that time, which I don't normally do, which we kind of got off of that. We did it for a while, probably until, until thanks to like November. Yeah, I think. Probably until like we put up the Christmas tree. And then I started getting in Christmas mode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then we got COVID and we were not being structured then. We still did school then, but we would do it a lot in my bed or something. Yeah. So back to what I was saying. So we started off really, really, really structured. Don't normally do things that structured with a schedule like that. Part of that was because you kind of were thinking you might want to go to school. Remember how you were kind of wondering about that? What made you think that? I'm not completely sure. It's just, it was just a thought. Just something like you haven't done it before, so you might want to try it. This just really wouldn't be the best year for that with COVID. Yeah. But since she was thinking that, I thought, okay, well, maybe we can try to make school at home more like school at home and kind of be more scheduled and even looked for lockers, which I can't find anything for a good price. But I mean, you do have a little, like a little locker in your room. But so I just, I like redid our classroom to to make it look more like the classroom and put like a little preschool area for Wyatt and Juliet and just kind of try to make it feel more like school. So did you like that? Yeah. At first I thought it was great. Although now I'm more of like 
I actually don't really want it to be as structured. <laughs> <laughs> you had your fill. So do you want to go back? Do you want, still want to try public school? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. No, why not? I don't know. I just don't. Just learn. You like more of the go with the flow approach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do like it to be structured sometimes, but I mean, we have HCA for that. So. Yeah. I mean, we have the best of both worlds with our big co-op that we do that's you know, and get to see your friends and have the different classes and even switch classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, and that's, what's great that we can try out different things. Like we can try out being super structured and doing school only in the classroom at the desk. And then when that doesn't work, we can go back to slower mornings and being on the couch and going outside more and, yeah. you know, so I'm kind of getting to the point again where I want to like add some more structure back in the day. Not like we were doing though. I don't know. Yeah. That didn't really work for me. The whole like math at eight o'clock or Bible at eight o'clock, math at eight thirty, Latin at nine, like yeah. whatever it was that really is just not my jive, not the way I prefer to do things. The meal planning, the people who do that, y'all are amazing. And I think my family actually liked when I was doing the meal planning. I think that trying to do all the structure things all at once Maybe we could go back to like just meal planning sometimes or, you know, but yeah, I'm just not that structured of a person. I do like some structure though. So where we are right now without really having any, any schedule at all, like we're just flying by the seat of our pants. I like it, but I'm kind of ready to get back to more of a routine. So I think we'll kind of do kind of in betweeny, in between those things, starting Mm -hmm. back when we start back, not this coming week, but next week. Does that sound good? Uh-huh. Yeah. So what have been some of your favorite parts and some of your least favorite parts about homeschooling? And I don't just mean this year. I just mean in general, like anything having to do with homeschool. All the way, I think all the way back to preschool years when we had a preschool in our house, because that was fun. All the things we've done. So we've done field trips and park days and we've done several different co-ops and all the things we've done at home and things we've done with friends and all of like the drama and the you know, Christmas programs, just think through like all of it. What are some of your very favorite parts that, that just pop into your head? And then what are some of your least favorite parts that you're like, yeah, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> well, I really like HCA. And when I was in preschool, that little preschool thing was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. I miss that. I liked going on a bunch of field trips. I did really like um, Labyrinth Cottage School. So what are some of your least favorite parts? You're like, I don't want to do that again. I've pretty much enjoyed all, all of the stuff that we've done. Even math. Well, math in general, I just, I just don't like. <laughs> but, but I know I have to do that. Yeah, but that so. can be one of your least favorite parts. I mean, maybe it's not. Okay, then it is. <laughs> yeah, but do you, you like it more this year now that we've switched curriculums? Yeah. No, no other least favorite parts? I'm trying yeah. to think if there's anything that's been really hard or really frustrating for us. What were you going to say? The composition this year was kind of frustrating and Uh, I mean like I I could do it but I just didn't like it. What did you not like about it? Well I just felt like the stories were um, 100% boring. (laughs) (laughs) So explain they may not know what you're talking about when you say that so explain what composition is the one that you did and and just kind of what you didn't like what you don't like about it. Well so how it works is there's this little fable and you'll have to change some make variations of it like it'll give you these sentences the bold words you had to come up with different vari- variations for it and then write that 
in three different sentences. Mm -hmm. And then it would have you paraphrase it with, but it would have you add these certain things. They they always had really weird names, Mm -hmm. like etographia or something. Yeah. Lots of fias at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's a writing course. So Scarlett has always been a really gifted writer. I mean, she started writing, well, she started writing letters before she was even one. Like she's just always been more interested in like writing and drawing and reading. And so before she ever started a formal writing curriculum, she was writing stories and books and things all the time, just doing a lot of creative writing. But then with Memoria Memoria Press, the curriculum that we use for most things, not for everything, but mostly we use that. It has classical composition. And there's, I mean, a lot of people love it. So if you guys are the people who love it, that is so great. I wish that we could have made it work for us. We tried. We tried for two years to make it work, but it was just making Scarlett not like writing anymore like she kind of stopped writing on her own and just stopped enjoying it and um really just didn't like it anymore and honestly I mean it's not my favorite either I I also like to write and I just didn't really like it either I hate that I didn't because I love Memoria Press so if you're a Memoria Press lover don't like hate me for saying this I love Memoria Press but and I can definitely see the beauty in it but man it was just hard to get through those each day (laughs) it really was so You read this little fable or story. Last year it was fables. This year it was called narrative, but it was still kind of sometimes weird stories. But yeah. read these stories, and then you have to paraphrase them in several different ways. You have to outline them, and you have to, like you said, add the different words, which you were really good at, at that. You always, that, that, always, that was easy. That was the, the best part. Yeah. And then paraphrase it again in a different way. And I don't know. It was just... It was tough to get through, but, but because I believed in curriculum so much and I looked up so many different things that I could actually see a lot of improvement in her writing and vocabulary, we kept with it. So we did all of Fable and we've done, I guess, about half of narrative. But then I decided because she just really didn't like it, really wasn't working for us. I decided to stop with it. And so for the past couple of months, November, maybe, I guess, I don't remember when we, I don't even remember now. What day is it? I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, for a little while now, we've just been doing writing games and just trying to bring the fun back into writing again. And she's been doing Night Zookeeper again, which is this online thing. And just been kind of trying to make it fun again until we start in January. We're going to try IEW and see if we like that better. Now people, now Memoria Press people have told me that the next level of composition is a lot better, that there's actually a lot of people that feel this way. So the Korean Maxim is a lot better. So I do already have that. I've already bought a lot of the curriculum for next year for, you know, secondhand for cheap. So we will try that again next year. We're not going to totally give up. But I guess the point of saying all this is that it is okay to change things up if they're not working. Now, for me, though, I don't change things up just because something's hard once. I mean, this has been a year and a half now of her trying this and trying this, and she doesn't have a bad attitude when she tries it. Like, she's really good about just, you know, putting foot to pavement and just, you know, okay, you know, mama says I need to do this. I don't (laughs) like it, but she wants me to do it, so I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And so you know, after a year and a half of it, I've seen so much improvement with her writing, but she really doesn't like it. And it's kind of taken the joy out of her writing. So 
I don't see any reason to keep going with it or try something else. And I mean, a year and a half is kind of a long time. I just really mm-hmm. wanted to, really wanted to give it a good, a good effort because I do think it's a good program. But so now we'll try IUW and we'll, we'll see how that works. And I think we'll also just take lots of breaks from a formal writing and just let you do some more creative writing too, since you really like that and you're so good at it. Okay, let's Six. see. So we have four kids in the house, lots mm-hmm. of noise. Yep. What do you do when you just get really annoyed with everybody when you're just like, okay, I'm done? Um, well, does that happen? That never happens. It happens that all happens. the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so what I'll do is I'll walk into my room to go and read and just calm down. And then I see Wyatt never doing a bunch of stuff in there. And it just makes me even more mad. And I told him to get out. Uh, get out of my room and then they get onto Juliet's bed and they say and they say this isn't a part of your room <laughs> what <laughs> or something he's like this is Juliet's bed not your room <laughs> it's underneath your bed <laughs> or something like that and I would just be like get out get out get out and they <laughs> wouldn't so sometimes I would like grab them and like they're perfectly fine with it, but mm-hmm. I would like drag them out kind of. Well, I know. I think they like it. Don't they laugh? I think they're doing this just to get to you. Yeah. They, they like every time I, I'm like, if you don't get out, I'll drag you out. And then they just smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that gets a little crazy. And then I start yelling and then <laughs> shoving and then <laughs> stuff. Lots what do you think some better ways to deal with that would be <laughs> um not go crazy and start like <laughs> just pulling them out so what could you do instead calm down and tell them could you please get out i need some alone time sing or maybe you could like sing songs really loudly that could work i could just be the annoying yeah one. you could be more annoying than them because <laughs> i have some pretty annoyingness inside <laughs> I just don't show it. <laughs> I can be annoying. No, my point of asking that question is just so people listening, because I mean, homeschoolers have a lot of kids. Honestly, we only have four, like in our, <laughs> in the homeschool world, like only four is <laughs> not that many people who have six or more. Some people have 10 or more, like we just, you know, have lots of kids. So there's going to be times like that. There's going to be times when your siblings annoy you. I mean, there's times when mama gets annoyed too, you know, it happens. Mm-hmm. So I'd say shoving is not the appropriate response. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I mean, I don't like do that a lot. I just start, no. I was kind of exaggerating a little bit. I do that, <laughs> but it's okay. I do get mad. Hey, it's all about transparency here. No, my point is though, just for everybody to know that our homeschool and our lives are not perfect. There's noise and there's distractions and there's frustrations and there's shoving and dragging <laughs> which I, I did not actually know about all of this I haven't seen you drag them out of your they room, seem but... to enjoy it a lot <laughs> also I think that like so we just have a one-story house I mean it's a good size but it's just one floor so and it's pretty open like you can see all the rooms from the living room and so I think that there's just not a lot of privacy so Wyatt keeps saying he's ready to have a, a house with stairs. He wants 
He wants more than one level in his house. I just want my own room. Well. No, that's not going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's hard when you have a lot of kids to have your own room. But the boys, you don't share a room with the boys. And those are the ones you're talking about being annoyed with in your room. I know, but I just don't want my own room. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dream, huh? Yep. <laughs> it's funny. I didn't. I had my own room and I always wished to share a room. With us, with Although I mean, I am, I am eight years older than the girl that I'm sharing my room with. The girl. <laughs> the girl. The girl. Oh yeah. Goodness. I'm joking. <laughs> the girl. The girl. I'm sharing my your sister Juliet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't ever see you get annoyed with her though, or never. I don't notice that. I don't really. I just want my own room. She's too cute to get annoyed with, and she yeah. knows it. Yeah, she's too cute. She uses that cuteness. <laughs> it's her weapon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We're in trouble. <laughs> well, what are, I mean, seriously, though, like, what do you think are some better ways that we could all deal with frustrations? Because, man, 2020 has I mean, we've been pretty fortunate. There's been a lot of frustrations for a lot of people this year. A lot of people are just homeschooling for the first time. Never thought that they would homeschool before. Didn't have all the preparation and um, the guidance that I had that we had starting out. So just what do you think would be some advice to give somebody on how to deal with the frustrating moments? Um, well... Praying is good, and if you can find a spot to be alone, like just a little bit. Yeah, it's always. You could even just go in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like you need to work. go poop. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that before. <laughs> just but came it, to you. <laughs> it just came to me. <laughs> now, just, you're, now you're gonna have to poop like twenty times. <laughs> I'm like, there's Scarlet's in the bathroom again. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, those are some good. <laughs> the bathroom was kind of a joke. Yeah. But <laughs> what else? Are there any, like, songs or Bible verses or anything you could think of that, that would help? We talked about this recently, and we um, I had you guys write down some things. You remember any of them? It is calming, well, for me, just to listen to Christian music. Yeah. What are some of your favorites? Uh, I like a lot of Christian songs, but I especially like um, Lauren Daigle Christian mm-hmm. songs. And um, another one that I like, songs that I like that are by Tarn Wells. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah, just blasting the, mu- blasting the Christian music. That's good. What about any Bible verses? Do you ever think of any Bible verses? It's mainly just songs. I'm but constantly the songs, reminding myself of the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. Although some of the songs that I think of are actually songs, but they say Bible verses kind of. Yeah. Can you remember any of them? There's a, one song that is a song, but it has John 3.16 in it. Mm-hmm. And then there's... What's John 3.16? Um, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son... Um, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. That's a good one to think of. Yeah. Do you think of any that we've learned this year that may help? Whenever I'm afraid, I will trust in you. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think it was Psalms 
It was either Psalms 53.6 or 56.3. <laughs> I think it's, oh, now you've got me wondering. I think it's 53.6. We'll have to look that up. Make sure. <laughs> now you got me backwards. No, that's good. So I um, have them memorize a Bible verse each week because um, I just think that's so important to be equipped with that. Um, I'm constantly thinking, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, either singing that song in my head or just saying, my help mm-hmm. comes from the Lord. Help me, Lord. <laughs> Multiple times a day. And he does. Gets us through. All right. Now let's just go through like just some fun quick questions that don't really have anything to do with homeschooling, but just, you know, kind of some like fun, get to know you things. Um, Cause we're, we've been doing this for uh, like an hour now. So yeah. you got to go to bed we're doing this after the rest of the kids are in bed. And I just got, I got home later than I expected. I had a um, mom's night where we just went out to eat and then the Scarlet gets to stay up late tonight to yeah, like be on the podcast. Yeah. It's 1030. 1030. <laughs> That's late for you and for me. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, little ones get me up so early. Okay. All right. Let's see. Um, if you could choose to be any age right now, what age would you choose to be? 13. Oh, you have a <laughs> quick answer to that. Okay. Why? Because I'd get to be a teenager. So what is like, what's so great? about being a teenager do you think I'm actually not completely sure I just want to be a teenager which you'll find out (laughs) (laughs) I'll ask you in in three years like (laughs) so hey is it everything you thought it was gonna be (laughs) I just want to be 13 yeah okay I gotcha that's good I'm ready for you to stay 10 for a while but (laughs) I understand I remember I remember being your age and wanting to be a teenager too if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, doesn't matter. COVID doesn't matter. Restrictions don't matter. Money doesn't matter. None of it matters. Where would you want to go? Hawaii, maybe. <laughs> okay. Why? Because it is tropical. It's an island. It's got oceans and it's not freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. Sounds nice. I've never been to Hawaii. Remember a few years ago, you would have chosen you would have chosen Madagascar. Yeah, all I wanted was at one point I wanted to have a pet lemur. Oh, like, she, uh, she just wanted to go to Madagascar and play with the lemurs. <laughs> you don't feel that way anymore. Um, not really. You Especially, your... uh, we made it work after Gulf Shores when the yeah the she got old. her lemur fix at Gulf Shores that year. So now she doesn't have to go to Madagascar. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So Gulf Shores has this zoo. Where you can go into this, what do you call it? Like this caged room. I mean, it's outdoors, but you could go in and play with lemurs. Like they jump on your heads and (laughs) they have toys in there. You play with the toys and pet them. And it's pretty awesome. (laughs) So you don't have to go all the way to Madagascar to play with the lemurs. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah, I think Hawaii though. I'd love to go to Hawaii too. There's a lot of places I'd love to go. Yeah. Let's just a, a trip where we go multiple places in one trip. Yeah. Does that make sense? There's, it's probably called something. It's late. I can't think. <laughs> <laughs> if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, but you don't have to worry about it causing bad health or anything like that, what would it be? Probably Chinese food because oh. there it's my favorite kind of food. And there are like, it's not just one kind of food. It's it's a lot of different, there are lots of different options. <laughs> so it's all, it's like 30 different foods. So just all the Chinese food. 
Yeah. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> nice. All right. If you could have any animal, exotic or not, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's normally a pet or if it's not normally a pet. Doesn't matter if it's wild or not. If you got any animal for a pet, what would it be and why? This is a hard one because I really want a horse. Yeah. I used to always imagine myself having a pet lion cub for some reason. <laughs> oh, interesting. I don't know. Like, I just... But just as a cub, not as an adult lion? I don't know how it would get if it was an adult lion. But this is just hypothetical. Like, think about if it, all of the animals were tame. Then it, will, then it would be fine if it... It would if be it a lion. a little big. A lion or a horse. Although a lion, like, where would you put it? <laughs> it's big. Where would you put a horse? A stable. Maybe put a lion in a stable <laughs> if it's tame. <laughs> or just have a zoo in your backyard. <laughs> just live at the zoo. <laughs> you still want to be a zookeeper. Yeah. Do you still want to do that? I haven't thought about that. I don't really think about the future anymore this year. No, no. Like, We're just surviving the year. There, there is no future this year. Oh. <laughs> Actually, there is. But yeah, I haven't really thought of the future beyond yeah. 2020. Yeah, we just don't really think about it. Well, think about, about it. it for a moment. What do you think? What do you think you would want to be well, when you grow up? Well, I've had a lot of thoughts. I wanted to be a, a zookeeper and archaeologist, astronomer, a fashion designer, and lots of... Actress? Actress. You to do that for a while. And at one point I wanted to be a singer, but I don't really sing in front of people. So. <laughs> you kind of have to sing in front of people. Yeah, to be a yeah I kind of have to sing in front of people in order to do that. I understand that though. I used to secretly want to be a singer too, but I'm not that great of a singer and I also don't really like singing in front of people I mean I think if I had an amazing voice I would yeah I do like to sing I like to sing I just don't like to sing in front of people because I'm not very good at singing oh I think you are I think you could take voice lessons and be really good what's your favorite movie I give me a category because I Christmas either the Christmas Chronicles or Elf Mm, those are good all right what about fantasy uh, there's a lot of fantasy movies. It used to be Narnia. It's not your favorite anymore. It's just hard to tell. I have seen a lot of fantasy movies. I do really like Narnia, though. I'm not good with these questions either. I couldn't tell you. So don't ask me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to wrap it up. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm excited to go back and edit it. I'm definitely going to leave the funny moment. <laughs> I like it. Okay. So just last words of advice what advice would you give to other kids your age who are just starting homeschooling i feel so important right now answering this question no Um, you are you're you've you're a pro because you've been homeschooling this whole time (laughs) homeschooling like you don't there isn't a complete behind so if you're if you have a sibling that you feel is better than you at a certain subject that's okay because everybody's at their like have their gifts and abilities and everybody's different have you had to learn this the hard way yes how just just explain your experience and why that's your advice well it's good it's good good advice because other people probably are dealing with that too well i mean i'm in the fifth grade i'm doing fifth grade math which is normal (laughs) but (laughs) everett is in 
third grade, and he's doing fifth grade math that is most of the time more advanced than mine, and he's better at it than I, and he's better at math than I am, and I just feel like I have to be better than him since all the subjects, because I'm older than him. Mm -hmm. But you've learned what? That it, it doesn't really matter how, what level you're on, as long as you're learning it. Yeah. And, and you understand it, like improving. Yeah. yeah. So if you're dealing with that situation, like you have a younger sibling who's better than you at something, how, how should you try to feel about it instead? Feel happy for them because they're um, really good at something. Try to be encouraging to your siblings, even if it can be kind of hard and you don't really want to. <laughs> mm -hmm. But then you think that can make you have that attitude towards them? Yeah. If you're encouraging towards them, it could start to make you have those feelings. Have you experienced that? Where you've like changed your feelings towards Everett? Not yet, but I need to work on it. Still work on it. <laughs> still, I'm still working there. And I'm, I'm, I'm still getting there. That's okay. Hey, I think some of the best advice comes from people who are actually dealing with the thing that they're giving advice for, right? Yeah. No, I think that's good. I would say that's probably been our biggest struggle too, is like the sibling rivalry when it comes to certain <laughs> subjects. Because, I mean... He, even though he's younger, I don't think age matters to him. He just thinks he needs to be the best at everything. So, like, whether it's a game that we're playing, I say especially a game that we're playing or, I don't know, anything that we're doing, he he kind of just wants to be the best at it. Yeah, and with me, I f feel like I have to be the best because I'm the oldest. Yeah. But and you I have to be, like, especially when it comes to games where you need to think about it, I feel like I have to be the smartest. Well, you are both really smart. So I think that that's kind of where what we said before comes into play, where we can cater your education to your level and your ability and your interest. And so that's, that's been really nice. But it definitely still comes with some of just the normal human feelings mm -hmm. of maybe jealousy sometimes or struggling with self-confidence or just things like that. Those are just kind of normal feelings that you're going to deal with, whether you're homeschooled or in public school. But that's good, though. We need to learn how to work through those feelings and come out on the other side. And I think that always trying to uplift others and be encouraging to others, even if maybe you don't really want to be in the moment. Yeah. <laughs> but practicing that and praying about that can help you achieve that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Well, Scarlett, thank you for being on here. Thank you for staying up so late to talk to me. Hey, I can I can always stay up late. Yeah, she likes Anytime. to stay up late. Anytime. But you know, these loud kiddos are going to wake you up early. So, yep. <laughs> well, thanks, Scarlett. Love you. I'm going to say you. bye to everybody. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, world. <laughs> I'm gonna be famous! <laughs> <laughs>